God. There may be a time in your life that you came to a particular situation in your life and you, you perhaps ask yourself, where is your God? You perhaps ask yourself, my God, have you forsaken me? Where are you? There are the scripture talks about the man Paul, the book of Mark chapter 9. The Bible talks about a man called Paul, Saul, who's been translated as Paul. The scripture says that this man was once a Pharisee. Before his conversion into a Christian, he was once a Pharisee. And not only was he a Pharisee, he was a persecutor of the early day disciples. So Paul was someone who used to persecute all those Christians at the time. Because he was not a Christian then. And he believed that everyone who was a Christian and everyone who followed Jesus was blaspheming. So he thought it wise to be the one to kill them, to destroy them, to perfect them. The scripture goes ahead to talk about this man. And says in the book of Acts 9, the verse 1 to the verse 3. But one day he was still going on his usual duties, his usual quest to go and persecute Christians. And on the road, to Damascus, he suddenly had light shine upon him. And scripture says that he fell upon he fell off the horse. Not this. When the light came to him, he fell from the horse. One. He fell from the horse. And as he fell from the horse, scripture said, and a voice spoke to him. Paul, Paul. Why do you persecute me? The question here is that Paul was killing Christians. Paul was killing people who were following Christ. But why will Christ now say that, Paul, why are you persecuting me? Does it mean that I represent Christ? And that whatever happens to me, happens to Christ? That if someone is perfecting me, Christ stands up and says, why are you perfecting me? I was in the prison, not visiting, but it wasn't Christ was in the prison. It was his representative that was in the prison. But that's not my message. He says, Paul, Paul, why do you persecute me? The scripture goes ahead to say that when Paul rose up, he asked the people who are soldiers who were around him on the journey to go and persecute the Christians. He asked them, What just happened? What did you hear? And the people said, They just had thunder. And he said, He had a voice. Can you imagine the confusion that was happening in the mind of Paul at the time? He saw a light, and the light was Christ. And Christ was speaking to him that, Paul, Paul, why do you persecute me? And after the voice came, and then he began to ask the disciples, he saw the Lord walking with him, and they said it was, they just had thunder. But even though they had thunder, you see, they were all in the same place. But some people had thunder and one person had a voice. They were all in the same place. One person had thunder, another person had a voice. Why do you persecute me? The book of Acts chapter 9, the verse 3, the verse 8, the verse 13. For your sake. Or let's do verse 12. 8 to verse 12 first. The book of Acts chapter 8 to verse 3. Give the word of God. Then saw what's up from the ground. Okay, so listen to this. When Paul met Christ in the form of a light, scripture says that he his eyes were open, alright? His eyelids were open, but he was blind, he could not see. 
But even though you might call it as a shame, even though you might call it as a scam, the Lord himself calls it medals. Because those medals give you an opportunity to be promoted to the next stage of your life. You may see it as a scam, but he doesn't call it a scam, he calls it medals. The things I have gone through are not my scars, they are my medals for my next level. So that when you come to me and you tell me you are going through A, B, C, D, I can be able to take you through that because I have received medal of the stage you are in. And either by physical or either by learning from the spirit, they are medals acquired. And all the things you went through that you overcame them by the grace of God, they are medals that God has given to you. They are trophies God has placed down for you. That you look at those medals and you will say, if I could go through this, I could go through anything at all. Oh, yeah. Mr. Joey's father's DP, he says, what I went through and I survived, he will go through and to kill you. <laughs> that is his medal. It is his medal. And this medal of his, he knows that what he has gone through, if someone else has gone through it without his medal, the person would die. Paul met Christ and he could not see. Why? The other day again, scripture talks about a man called Jacob whose name was originally known as Israel and yet he was using the wrong name on earth as Jacob. And the Bible says that he was at Bethel and he was sleeping. He picked a stone as a pillow and he lay there to sleep. And as he lay there, he saw a vision. And in a vision, scripture says that he saw a ladder and the heavens opened and a ladder between the heavens and the earth. And angels were ascending and descending. And then he looked and he began to wrestle with the angel. Give me my blessing. If you don't bless me, I will not let you go. And after receiving his blessing, scripture says that and Jacob began to leap. After he received his blessing, he was not excited and jumping around. He began to leap. When he received the blessing of God, when he received the miracle of God, when he received the prophecy and the testimony, instead of things becoming much more better for him, he rather began to leap. He became, he became Apache. It's not every time that when God blesses you that you will look good, that things will look okay for you. There are times when God bless you, some things may go bad first before they become better. Are you hearing me at all? So sometimes you might receive a miracle and it looks as though things are going well. This blessing I have received, is it really a blessing or a burden? Like how I missed the other time. Is it a blessing? What is it at all? Nichi Yami, no. But scripture says, after receiving it, when he was there, he was walking. He was just tired. He wanted to lay down and sleep. He was not limping. He was walking. He was walking all right. But after receiving a blessing from a messenger of God, he began to limp. There was, there was a disorder in his body. There are some things that God will bless you and there can be a problem with your business. <laughs> there can be a problem with marriage. There can be a problem with job. There can be a problem with finance. Even after receiving a blessing. And yet that is taking you through a process to acquire a medal. Tell someone, acquire a medal. Not a scam, but a medal. 
there are many problems that can hit you after receiving the blessing, and it is not because of the enemy, it is because of the attestation of God. God granted that permission. Because you must first go down first before you can go up. Because you are a seed of God, and He said, I am the vine and ye are the branches for there to be a vine and a branch there must be a seed something must be sown and everything that is sown goes under the soil first it gets roots under the soil to pick up its nutrients so anytime you feel you receive a miracle you feel a testimony and yet you are down understand it's not because you are down you are there to receive nutrients to spring up again you will spring up again the stage you are in that it looks as though you are down, you will spring up again. Amen. It is your stage of being rooted to gain nutrients. So it is not a stage of being wasted, it's a stage of preparation. Gain nutrients. See, when the seed is there for maybe two weeks, it has not opened up. You think, why? Is it not going to do something? What is going to happen to it? But it will open up at its own time after it has been prepared and gain its roots down there. After it has been sucking nutrients down. And some of you, or many of you at this place, are at the stage of gaining nutrients from the soil. And the things that you are going through is a stage for you to gain nutrients. Not for you to break you down. Not for you to make you bitter. Not for you to destroy you. But to gain nutrients. Oh my goodness. A kingdom is built from its inside. And a kingdom is destroyed equally from its inside. So it is important that as much as you know that you are a seed being built up by God, you must gain all the nutrients you need from the inside. Because we are all nations. And if you are going to be great as a nation, we must be built from our inside. Oh my goodness. And everything that you are going through is for you to be built from your inside. He met Christ. And after three days, he couldn't see. Oh, he couldn't see. Jacob began to lay. Why are you going why are you putting and you are limping? And so, obedience cannot be not in the room. And I say, Oh no, come on, come on, what is it with you? And you are far. Some of those things happen, and they are the command of God. And men may not understand it. The other day, scripture says that the enemy or the devil was moving around and God asked him what are you moving to this I am moving to and flow to seek who I can devour and God himself presented to Satan one murder who is a human being said, have you considered have you tried this one <laughs> listen if you are going through anything or you've ever gone through something there are two things involved but majorly god gave the permission if god did not give the permission it will never happen to you and if god gave the permission because god trusts that you can go through it and receive a better more how do i say this for you to understand if there is a problem you are facing currently god gave you out 
to prove a point to the devil. The devil was not thinking about the about about Job because the devil even made information to Jesus and said, "I cannot touch Job because your hand is upon him." He couldn't touch him because the Lord's hand was upon him. But the Lord says, "Have you tried him? I give it to you. Do everything you want with him, but don't touch his soul." God gave the enemy permission to come to you. What you are facing, it was a permission given by God. For God to make you prove a point to the devil that he cannot. He cannot. It will not take God himself. It will take you to overcome the devil on the behalf of God. You are God's medal. You are God's trophy. He has built you up by himself to prove a point to the devil. So let them keep asking, who is one that you are mindful of? I am a medal. I'm God's trophy. You see scars and he sees medals. Why would God? Satan said, I'm, I'm moving to and fro to see who I will destroy. To see who I can I, I, I can cause pain. To see who I can cause sorrow to. To see who, whose business I can destroy. To see whose home I can destroy. And God comes and says, Have you considered my daughter Angela? Have you tried her? <laughs> God says, Have you tried Nadal? With what audacity will it take for God to mention someone's name to the devil to go and try? Job did not know what was going on, but there was a conversation between Satan and God. So some of you don't even know what is going on, but there was a conversation between God and the enemy. And God gave permission because He knows you are His trophy. And you will certainly win. Yeah. Or are you here at home? Yes, you will certainly, no matter the stage you are in currently, no matter what the value is you are going to, you will win. Yeah. But you must not give up. You must not give up. He got blind after meeting Christ. Things were supposed to be better, but things were went worse. It went worse. He could not see. He became confused as though he had mental issues. He said, ah, what did you hear? I heard this. He said, I, he said we had only thunder. It was like he was going mad. What is happening to me? And I'm glad I cannot see. He He was confused about what was going on. Paul was confused. After meeting Christ, he was confused. Sometimes you may meet Christ, sometimes you may receive a prophecy, and you may be confused that it ever came. No one comes to the presence of God and leaves the same. Yes, it is true. It is not always that you will live with a good thing or a clarity. That sometimes you come to the presence of God and you will live confused, not because of the devil. It is the doing of the Lord. It is the doing of the Lord. Sometimes you come to church and instead of your faith to be built, you even live with a doubt. It is the doing of the Lord to build you up. I know that sometimes you come to church and you will live in like you're not even happy at all. It is the doing of the Lord. It is the doing of the Lord. You think of maybe the bar sorry me, ask me that sorry, maybe I'm okay. And you still don't feel okay. It is the doing of the Lord. He has handed you over, and you must make sure not to disappoint him. Oh, can I say this? I saw Omar to bed. Omar did be there to sow. Yes, we are both some. Omar did be there to sow. And I used to say, who did be there to sow? We are very on the side of the cheetah. Oh, we are very good. 
I thought you clapped your hands for God. That God can bet on you. That no matter whatever the enemy does, nothing shall change your faith. Nothing shall make you give up. And what surprised me was the fact that when Paul met Jesus and he became blind, Jesus now gave a vision to Paul and told Paul that you should go to a man whose name is Ananias. He will lay hands upon you and your eyes will be opened. It will not end there. God equally wanted to reveal to Ananias that there is a man called Paul who is blind, who will need you for you to pray for. There are, in the month of two witnesses, there is truth, there is an establishment. So he gave information first to Paul, then to Ananias to confirm his words. And after giving the information, why did Jesus open the eyes of Paul? Is Jesus not powerful? And yet, you meet Jesus and you are blind. And Jesus now instructed to go to a prophet to open your eyes. Is it not Jesus who gave the gift to the prophet to open eyes? Why would he originally do it there and then? Why would he cause you to, for your eyes to be blind for three days? There are times where you can encounter God and nothing will happen to you. And yet he will allow you to encounter a prophet. Oh my goodness. And all this is doing. But it's why it is wrong for people to say, I went to some church and nothing happened. And when I came here, oh, I have an issue. Come on, no. Those things were processes. They were, they were things God took you through. And I, I believe a lot of people are giving some testimony. People, people should be able to make them run. No, don't say those things. They are wrong. Sometimes they say to make their, their church look powerful. But it's not so. It is the doing of the Lord. So Paul could have said, when I met Christ, I became rather blind. But when I came to you, my eyes were opened. To make it look as though Jesus is not powerful, but Ananias is powerful. And yet Jesus the one who gave the gift to Ananias. It's not every time that you see the prophet and everything will be okay. It is not every time, and yet it is the doing of God. It is not every time. It is not every time that you will pray that everything will be okay. Sometimes the more you pray, the more the thing goes worse. The more you fast, the more the problem is aggravated. And God, like, why God? Are you not hearing me at all? Where is my God? But something happened when Ananias was told by God to go open the eyes of Paul. He said something to the step to the spotting. Shadowan Abraash. Acts of time.
to go and open his eyes. And he's even asking God, if he, he God is sure about this man, who's a man of God? He's a whole state by in him. No problem. But Ananias answered, mm-hmm. Lord, mm-hmm. I have heard many people tell about this man, mm-hmm. especially how much evil mm-hmm. and what great suffering he has brought on your state as Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. So what? The first part Now he is here and has authority from the high priest mm-hmm. to put in chains or who called upon the name. So now Ananias is even scared of Paul. After he receiving a vision from God to go and open the eyes of Paul, who is right? And then the prophet is scared. But if I should even go, this guy has authority to even kill me. He has authority from the court that he can kill any Christian he meets. And a Christian too, if I should go and open his eyes, he can only kill me. Why are you sending me to him? That also reveals the weakness of the man of God. He began to fear. What happens if the man of God did not overcome his weakness and did not open the eyes of Paul. Will we have had the scriptures we have in the New Testament as we have? There are some times that you have to overcome your weaknesses and just obey God. There are times where you have to overlook that. Is it possible? Can I go through this? Can I do this? Will I come out better? Will I be? No. There are times you don't have to think about those things and just forge ahead according to the command of God. And then you will see yourself glorious. But after asking those questions, God gave him a command and then he wants to open the eyes of Paul. And after he did that, Paul became born again. Paul met Jesus Christ and Paul never became born again. But after Paul met the prophet and his eyes was open, he became born again. I will meet Jesus Christ himself and I will decide not to give my life to him. But I will meet his prophet and give my life to him. There are some things that are not with Jesus anymore. He has given it to his men. He has given it to his men. And that's why he has placed us here. He will not come physically himself to, to lay hands upon you. He says, if anyone is sick among you, go to the elders of the church, let them lay hands upon you, and pour oil upon thee, and he shall be healed. Why would he say, then come to me and I will heal you? Go to the elders of He has given something to his men to build you up, to make you better. To, to, to make every aspect of your life perfect. He is himself. And so when Paul became blind, he himself did not open the eyes of Paul. He sent him to his prophet. There are people God are sending to you to make them perfect. There are people God will send your way to better their life. There are children God will give you, not because of you, but for the next generation. And But it is your duty to raise them up for the next generation. Some of you think some children you have are yours. Some of you, the children you, some of you, the children you give birth to you, they are not yours. When Mary gave birth to Jesus, and Jesus was in the temple preaching, and Mary came, why did you leave home? Where are you? We are Kubolo, Nyama. Why are you in the Kubolo? Stay home small. Jesus said, do you not know that I must be about my father's business? <laughs> Woman, do you not know? Don't talk to your children like that. They must be about their father's business. You are just stewards. You are just stewards. You are just stewards. Some of you will receive some husbands, some wives, and they are not yours. They are God's assignment in your life. 
Some of you will receive some friends and they are not your friends. They are God's assignment in your life. There are people God will send into your life as his assignment into your life. There's certain things I will never be able to, perhaps, be able to change until I make personal divine. Yeah. There are people who are God's assignment in your life. And you must be able to see it. So they can be able to help build you up. If Paul had seen that, okay, I have a command to kill all the Christians, and this one was also touch me. He can equally command the soldiers to kill him in there. But he did not command the soldiers to kill him. He then, because he has seen a revelation of this same Ananias coming to open his eyes. Your eyes must be open to see the people who are in your life and their responsibilities in your life. If your eyes are not open to see the people in your life, you will almost have issues with everybody in your life. Scripture says that when men slept, the enemy saw tears in their midst. When men first slept, the enemy saw tears in their midst. When they slept, tears was placed in their midst. If you are having issues at work, if you are having issues in marriage, if you are having issues in parenting, if you are having issues in business, if you are having issues in whatever thing it is that it is, you must first investigate where you slept. Because where you slept or how you sleep will determine how things can be sown in your life. Because when men slept, the enemy saw tears in their midst. And then they began to fight each other. They began to destroy themselves. But sometimes you destroy yourselves. Sometimes you gossip about yourselves. Instead of making yourself better. Sometimes you do things to yourselves. You, you afflict yourselves with pain. And you think that it is just normal. There were seeds that were sown when you were asleep. And the enemy will see and say, where is their God? Where is their God? Where is their God? Why are they fighting among themselves? Where is their God? Ah, but their God said he will build his church and the gate of hell will not prevail against it. But now the gate of hell is prevailing against them. Where is their God? Where is their God? Sometimes the enemy can even sit and be asking questions. What is the God of this person? Why is the business happening like that? Why is that God? Because they have allowed themselves to sleep too much that the enemy has gained control over what they can sow in their fields. Your marriage is a field. Your education is a field. Your business is a field. Your relationship is a field. Your children is a field. But when you sleep too much, the enemy will have the ability to sow in your field. Your life on its own is a field. Your financial life, your emotional life, your economic life, your social life, it is a field. But when you sleep too much, you will give permission to the enemy to sow in those fields of your life. And then you will begin to have issues in those fields. And the problem is you slept. You slept. You slept. You slept. 
There are some people I know when there is an issue, that is when they know how to fast. Talk about relationship. When they have issues to call, then they will begin to now begin to fast. When they are okay, no fasting. Until the next problem. Why? When next step? When they sleep and they stop fasting, there is a day they are supposed to fast every week. One day in a week. But when they are okay together, no fasting. But let an issue come up. Don't now want to. Why can't we now become better every day? Why should we have an issue today and be better tomorrow and have an issue tomorrow and be better? Why can't we be better consistently? By praying consistently. Why can't we fast consistently? Why can't we build up our lives consistently? And yet we allow the enemy to sow tests in our midst. Why do we give permission to the enemy to sow tests in our midst? By sleeping too much. Many of us are sleeping too much. When you are on your own, you can be pressing your phone to 2 a.m. And that's when you feel sleepy. But when it's time for midnight cry, when it's the point is that you are already dozing. But when it's not Friday, you are on your phone. See, long, long, long before you sleep. But when it is Friday, when it is Friday, more. You don't know where the sleep will come from. You suddenly, it's not like your prayers is going on. No, 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 God. You don't even hear the prayer points when you wake up. <laughs> And sometimes you are just there because you want perhaps want to help us get our number up. And you forget that you are supposed to be praying. And when you sleep, when the prayer point is giving, you miss a point, you miss a prophecy, you miss a testimony by just dozing. And then the enemy has sown something there. And then you get up and you are praying, you don't even know what you are praying about. And you follow. You can watch that place. Monday to Thursday, you come anytime. 3 a.m. Ramadan and die. But when it's Friday, 12 a.m. is too early. And oh, this is too late, right? You see. That is when you know you're tired. There are days where you can be tired and you're still pressing your phone to 2 a.m. But when it's Friday, midnight, try. Oh, I'm tired. I'm going to be coming more. Let's do this. But every day is not for everybody. Every day of midnight night is for somebody. But when you sleep, you have missed your own. It can take maybe another five years, another one year before your own will come again. Every prayer point is not for everybody. And that's why we don't prophesy to everybody on midnight cry. Ask Pastor Peter. He has my longest. Every time you finish midnight night, someone gives a message. Did the previous one we had two weeks ago, someone recorded a sister, Bishop, this prophecy you were giving was me. This, this is me. I have to come and see you. Imagine the person, and that person was, that was the person the person was joining. Imagine the person had slept. They would have missed it and they would not, they would not be encouraged to overcome that issue you were going through. They would not have received clarity and direction because they slept. You have to learn how to wake up to pray. You have to learn how to wake up to pray. 
Else the enemy will begin to ask, where is their God? The other day, the disciples of Christ, they met a man possessed with a demon. And scripture says they did all they could. When all the things they saw Jesus Christ do, they did the same thing and nothing happened. The demon was not coming out. The people around, are this not the disciples? Are this not Christians? Are this not Christians? Why is that God? Why can't they cast out one demon from a body? And Jesus came and did his job. Said, this thing that don't go by just what? Just speaking. But what? Not bread and butter. But what? By fasting and prayer. By fasting and prayer. When we don't fast and pray, and we we are unable to do certain things, we attribute those things to God. We make people feel like our God is not powerful. When we are not able to solve certain problems, we make God look like He's not powerful because we call unto His name. So, and the mention of my name, every meal, and yet the disciples mentioned the name of God, and the demon did not come out. You are making God look not powerful. You are making God look like a, a liar. And the mention of my name, every meal, but the demon wasn't bound. But the same disciples, when the Holy Spirit came upon them. On the day of Pentecost, when they went out and began to just speak in tongues, not cast out demons, they were just speaking in tongues. Five thousand men gave their life to Christ. Excluding children and women. In those days, they don't, they don't count women. When it comes to censors, they don't count women. It's only men that we counted. Not like now that they count men, women, and children and by all. Those days only men. So imagine the number of women and the number of men, children that were saved. Five thousand men gave their life to Christ when the Holy Spirit came upon them. When they were being built up. By the Holy Spirit, and they spoke in tongues. But the same disciples, where someone else wanted to cast out demons, nothing was happening. People asking, Where is their God? By the weaknesses of something, he was being destroyed. People were asking, Where is his God? The other time, the people also was, were asking Jesus, Where is his God? Is he not the king of the Jews? Why is he on the cross? Why would he save himself on the cross? Why would he save himself on the cross? Why is his God? Say, I am my father and what? Where is his father? He's on the cross. Can't his father see? Is his father not loving anymore? That sometimes you may go through some things and people may ask you certain questions. And at one don't buy it. One fasting. And you tell them, buy a man boom. Fasting am I here? I can't try my year. Jesus, son. Jesus Christ did that. He said, Father, it is up to me. Let this cup pass over me. But even Jesus was a God's leader. He was proving a point to Jesus. But his son can't go through it. Scripture says that if the devil had moved, that this was the plan of God, they wouldn't have sent Christ to have been crucified. If the devil knows what the plan of God is for you as a trophy, he won't attack you. Even if God gives you permission, he will not do it. Because after you have crossed this stage, you will become much more better. Oh my goodness. You see, that should tell you how ignorant the devil is. Because if the devil knows what you will become, even if God gives you permission, he will not try it. If he knows that after that attack, what you will become, you not try it again. He got him and said, Oh, come and do this and this. He would say, No, 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 I won't do it. Because he will know that it's a setup. It is a setup. 
for who seeth a thing and it comes to pass when the Lord has not decreed it. So whatever the devil can do, it is in the space or the jurisdiction of what God has spoken. If God has not said it, whatever the devil does, it will happen. Oh my goodness. Sergio Mani said something when we were going to play the Senegal match. Some moms were saying they were going to kill him, they were going to destroy him, they were going to break his leg, and after the boy he died. And he wrote, he tweeted, and he said, No man can kill him. If he's going to die, then it is by the hands of Allah that he, he the man who is the man, it is through him that God will use to cause him to die. And he the man doesn't have the power to kill him. Do you understand that? It means that if I'm going to be caught kill Pastor Peter and I say I'm going to kill you, I'm going to kill you. I can't do it because I want to do it, but I can only do it because God has permitted it. And so if God has permitted it, it's God that is killing me, not you. You understand that? That was what he gave it in court and Muslim understood. That what you can do to me is by what God has permitted you to do. So it's not even you, it is by the command of God that what is happening to me is happening, not you. So the devil says he will do you this, he will play like Jaskele. You look at him and say, it is not you. It is not you. It is not you. It is my God. Whatever difficulty you are facing, no, it is your God. Because you are a murder. You are a murder. You are a murder. Last scripture, the book of Matthew. The book of Matthew. Chapter 13. Others is well on what where they have not much soil. Other seeds fell, listen, other seeds fell on rocky grounds where there was not much soil. And what happened? They sprung up. And at once they sprung up. At once they sprung up. Because they have no depth of soil. Because they have no depth of soil. At once they sprung up. At once they sprung up because they had no depth. The reason why it is taking time for you to build your life, it is taking time for you to build that marriage, it is taking time for you to build that business, it is because God doesn't want you to spring up at once. He wants you to build depth. When you build depth, no matter whatever comes, no matter whatever anyone says, you are standing. You see that these things are on the rock, they don't have depth in the soil. So they spring up at once. But you, he's taking time with you. It's taking time to build your depth. When you are standing in the soil strongly, no matter whatever happens, you'll be standing. Gosh. So no, God is taking time with you. Whatever you are going to, He's just taking time with you. It is not a wasted time. It is a time of preparation. So when people are springing up at once, you look at the people who spring up at once. Look at them. You know what I'm talking about. Look at how they, they die at once. When they spring up at once, they die at once. Even businesses, what are some of the businesses we used to know? But some businesses have stayed a very, very long time, even without advertisement. No matter how they try to garnish fried rice, it can never beat government. They, no, no, no matter how they garnish pizza, it can never be garnish of it. Do you understand this? 
Because the depth of darling is, is, is beyond pizza. Do you know what I'm talking about? So when God is taking his time to build you up, don't think he's delaying. That
behind their car in court. They have an accident. They have got to take up a house to buy the spare parts. You know you need have a car. You have life. You need to face any accident. And you want to compare yourself to someone who is thinking about how to repair his car or her car. Hey. And you know what I mean? Who needs to have that? They don't know about it. Okay. <laughs> you see, let's not compare our testimonies to someone's testimony. We will undermine what God is doing in our life. Let's not do that. Let's not do that. Let's not do that. Let's not do that. Don't compare your child to someone's child. It is your own testimony. My child is my testimony. My sons and daughters are my testimony. I will not compare you to someone else's. Oh no! You are the ones God has given. And you are for science and wonders. I must understand it. You are for science and wonders. Don't compare your husband to someone's husband. Don't compare your spouse to someone's spouse. If this is who God has given you. And it is your testimony. They are doing well. God bless you. God bless you. God, God will also do it well for us. Amen. You understand that? Amen. God will also do it for us. God will also do it for us. They have a job. God bless them. We too will get our job. Amen. They have a business. God bless your business. We too, God will do it for me. Amen. Are you here with me? Yes. If I don't wear suit today, tomorrow I'll wear suit. Mm-hmm. I will not make someone suit make me feel some way. Do you understand? I must be confident. Be confident in yourself. If you can sing, I can play ball. I shouldn't jealous you. If you can play ball, I can dance. It is my testimony. It is my gift. That is your gift. This is my opportunity to my gift. You are fair, you are dark. This is my gift, my gift from God. I will not jealous you because you are fair. I will not jealous because you are dark. No. You are heavy, I am not heavy. That is my style. Come on. Be confident in yourself. God did not make you wrongly. God did not make you wrongly. Last night I posted Robert and I was asking, what have you been doing all this year that you look young like you've ever been? Mm. <laughs> Robert, he's knowing every time he's looking very young. I don't understand. <laughs> is it pills? What is it? But that is God's gift to him. There are some of us who are young, but we look old. But you see, that is his testimony. If he doesn't have any testimony at all, that is his testimony. And when he says that he's even 19, you can even believe. That is his testimony. You will believe. Are you hearing me? Can you please understand this? When people are springing up 